world's on fire, our culture is disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey, you, pass the salt. You know what, why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. Just pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It's time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, will you pass the salt? Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. Pass but we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. i got to ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. Hey, good morning. A little bit late getting off the, getting off the schneid here this morning. Thanks, uh... Thanks for joining us. I got a I got a light spirit today. Uh, praise the Lord. It's always good to wake up with a with a with a joyful heart, and I did. I had an opportunity to go speak to a group last night up around uh, up in Galleon, Ohio. It doesn't mean anything to you guys. Kept an hour and a half or so away. Liberty Mail rode up with me. My wife rode up with me. I just want to say publicly again, uh, uh, let there be no doubt how much I love my wife, and I, I just uh, kind of reminiscing, thinking about all the crap I've drug her through. <laughs> And she's still there with me. She still rides up with me and she still loves me and she still sleeps beside me and she still makes me a cup of coffee in the morning. And mm. uh, I've, I've been, I've been twisting Michelle's arm here. Michelle, are you listening? I've been twisting. I says, listen, I want to, Michelle, I want you to come on the show all day, all morning and let people get to know you, talk to you, ask you questions. Amen. And, and, and she, yes. So I'm, I'm, I told her, I'm, I said, I'm doing that Monday morning, whether you're ready or not. I like you guys to really, those of you who don't know, get a chance really to know, know my wife. If you could real quick there, Mr. Producer, um, I forget your name, Mr. Producer. I'm sorry. Uh, shoot up the picture of the babies. Jonathan, kick it up. Shoot, shoot it up there, Jonathan. Shoot up the picture of the babies. And this is a, this is a big moment in our life. Here's my wife last night for the first time getting to hold both Coco. I call her Coco. Cora, Coca-Cora, and little um, Scarlet over there. Scarlet's the one's got the dark hair. They, they were born about a day and a half apart, and this is the first time that Michelle got to hold both of them. So that's that was, that, that was one thing that made it kind of joyful last night, that, we, that she got those two of the, They got to meet each other yesterday. Lifelong friends. We say cousins at our house. Cousins are where people become best friends. And uh, so we, we know that they're gone too. So love my wife. Going to twist her arm, try to get her on there. I want to show you something else. Another lighthearted thing. I think this is real, although you never know anymore. Um, a uh, kick on Jonathan, kick on the ivermectin sign. Somebody sent me this this morning. I had to do a double take on this. It says, is this true? Is this true? This isn't fake, is it? Not that one. Jared will get him, get him straightened out there. So it's a standalone email. I'm sorry, guys. I didn't make that clear. An ivermectin sign. There it is. He'll get up. There it is. This is the uh, ACS, the Chemistry for Life National Historical Chemical Landmark. And they have a landmark there on the discovery of ivermectin. Look at this, folks. Merck and Company Incorporated, Kenilworth, New Jersey. The synthesis and development of ivermectin by Merck in the 1970s and 1980s provided a breakthrough treatment against infectious diseases transmitted by parasites. This discovery resulted from an international collaboration that screened hundreds of natural products to identify a promising lead compound. 
Merck scientists synthesized thousands of analogs of this lead and fested them, whatever that means. The result? Ivermectin offered a highly effective treatment for several parasite, parasitic diseases affecting a variety of animals following its approval for human use. Beep, 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 misinformation. It's horse medicine. In 1987, Merck established a worldwide program to do- donate ivermectin and mectazan to treat oncotrich something river blindness, greatly reducing the prevalence of this debilitating disease. In 2015, Merck scientist William Campbell shared the Nobel Prize in Physiology of Medicine for his role in the development of ivermectin. Is that is that something, folks? We have been so lied to. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump on that here in a second. I'm going to let Myra come in real quick. I'm going to let Dale come in real quick. Hey, Doc, I want to hear what you think about that right there. Well, you, we want to go tear that sign down. They're tearing down Robert E. Lee. They're pulling down Thomas Jefferson. Let's go tear down the Merck sign. Come on in, Myra. Good morning, Saints. Uh, Michelle, congratulations on your grandkids. They're beautiful. And uh, the other day, Pastor Dale gave us an update in regard to Tony Spell. I received communication um, from the church saying that Louisiana Governor Bell Edwards suing Pastor Tony Spell for holding church services. So please uh, keep. The keep governor is suing the pastor. Can you believe that? A governor yes. is it's, it's, What a world we live in. Dale, come on in. Amen, Coach. I want to go back to the lightheartedness. You know, the scripture says this in Proverbs 18.22. He who finds a wife finds a good thing and finds favor from the Lord. But you know what the Bible doesn't say? A wife that finds a man finds a good thing and finds favor from the Lord. That's all I got to say. Must be some truth in there. I love Michelle. She is precious through the core. She's precious beyond what you even know. Jeff Nell, come on in. Hey, uh, Jonathan, while you're doing that, Jonathan, pull up for me uh, real quickly. Let's get this thing in file. Let's pull up uh, the very last thing. Think on these things. The very last thing I sent you. Go ahead, go ahead uh, Jeff. Come on in. Flea Flicker Friday here, sort of. Can you hear you, Jeff? There you go. I'll mute myself. Hey, um, beautiful, beautiful children. <clears throat> really great, really great. I want to say that uh, – the Nevada legislation is not in session this year, but I feel like going to Governor Sisolak, our communist uh, governor, and go to him and say, and he was, he, that's one of the first things he did was to restrict that affirmation. So well, be, there'll be some lawsuits going on somewhere. That's what I say. We're, hey, folks, we're winning. We're winning. Debbie Perkins, come on in. You know, I was talking to a neighbor the other day, actually yesterday, and we were talking about ivermectin, oddly enough, and he hasn't taken the jab and all that. And he said when he was growing up, he said every six months, he said their uh, mom and dad would line up the horses, the cows, the dogs, and the kids, and everybody got ivermectin. And he said, and we never were sick. (laughs) No kidding. Wow. You know, uh, Debbie, I've been I've been studying more the last few uh, few a uh, couple of weeks really about parasites, and you know uh, this would be right up Naomi's alley, uh, folks. There's a reason why we get sick, and you know one of the things that uh, really really convinced me of that. By the way, I, I don't market those saunas, 
But that sauna really opened my that really opened my eyes. When I saw what happened, particularly this sounds gross to my toenails. I've been having you know I've been having, fighting a toenail fungus for I don't know ten years. Think about your shoes, your toes. You put socks on. You put them in your shoe. They're in darkness all day, right? So why why wouldn't there a fungus grow down in there? But no matter what I would do, tea 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 whether tea tree oil, all kinds of stuff. They tried to get you, get you to kill that fungus. Like, I just had given up on my toenails. And uh, I got that, that sauna, and my, I'm telling you what. And I thought, you know what? If it's doing that to my toenails, huh. And then I had some body. I, don't, I call them ticks. You guys know what I'm talking about. You know, every, every once in a while, someplace, we have one of those black things that shows up on our body. A little, they look like birthmarks, but they aren't birthmarks. And those things that, and all of a sudden, this thing start peeling off. What? What? I don't want you to think. I don't want to gross you out. Think I got black things all over my body. But I said, so what the heck's going on? Right? I convinced Michelle to get in there, and she has some of those old old lady body black things that people start to get on, and they're starting to fall off. So I began to think more and more about why Naomi and Brian and all those people have been talking to us about about detox, and it really hit home with me. When somebody said that your body is nothing more than a septic tank that needs drained, I thought, oh, my Lord. And I think back to when I was younger, I working out all the time and running and sweating, and now I don't, I don't run and sweat like that anymore. And is my toilet getting flushed? Is, am I getting flushed? So uh, I know Betty Perkins went out and bought a, one of those. She sent me a picture of it. I'm not telling the tale on Betty. She went out and bought a sauna. I know, I know a couple that did it. So, folks, take it for what it's worth, but I'm going to begin to take this kind of thing more seriously. Uh, parasites. I was talking to my buddy, Pastor Tom Gill, talked about, well, this, this will sound really gross, but I'll just tell you the truth. I don't know if Tom's out there. He can, he can tell us. An actual uh, a bowel cleanse. Bowel cleanse. I, I wish I could show you the, my... Uh, our cat, we have a cat, Opie. And when I put food in Opie's dish, for whatever reason, when he puts his head down in there, he can eat in the middle, but he doesn't eat around the edges. If you know what I'm talking about, his dish has always got food around the edges. And so you got to scrape it up in there. And and, and so I I was talking to Pastor Tom yesterday about about that, that um, well, bowel cleanse, whatever it was. And I thought, gee, folks, you have any idea what might be stuck up in your intestines? After 69 years, what might be stuck up in there? Maybe we need to unplug our systems a little bit here. Why would why would why such a rash of cancers? Why where are all these things coming from? And I think maybe there's there's something to this. So that for that's my that's my two cents worth. Reggie, come on in. And Roger. Coach, when you talked about the mold, um, so that means that you're actually healing and repairing on a cellular level. So yes. for like a long time ago, when my kids were younger, it seemed like I had more, I didn't think I did them, but I had more time and I was studying in depth, natural health and cellular health and healing and cancer. I understand cancer. It's too long to go into. It's because of um, a deformation in the cells, but anyhow, so the um, there's a grape, it's called the muscadine grape. And it was, it, people say it was a hype for a while with resveratrol, but actually um, Shackley, which goes back a long time ago, they actually had cornered the market on a specific grape. And the long story short is they have a product and I'm not selling it. I'm just telling you what happened. 
we, we experimented on my friend's father. He was 73 at the time. And after about a month of it, he started having um, a big mole that he had had and developed. It just fell off. And so we started to really look deeper into it. That means that means you're you're healing on a cellular level at that point. It's cool. It's really cool. Yeah, it is. Some 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 going on there. Dr. Paul, let me pull you in here real quick. Uh, because uh, maybe you can talk about this. Uh, you mentioned this in, in treatment of my friend up who's uh, doing better, by the way. NAC. NAC. What is NAC, Doc? What does it do? I know you had your hand up. You wanted to say something else, but. No, that's is- fine. That's fine. Um, NAC is just a precursor to glutathione. You have a. As everybody. It's almost embarrassing because I actually went to med school to learn how to hurt people. So, <laughs> hey, Michelle, hold on. Michelle, bring down a bottle of that NAC. Go ahead. Um, in any event, it's just a fancy uh, amino acid. That's what you can put it. And the idea here is it doesn't have, they have quelched medicine or, or health for over a hundred years. Again, I go back to Rockefeller medicine. This is a hundred year plan and they've taken functional people, holistic people, uh, people, Real healers. You had a real healer on your uh, show the other day was talking about putting his hands on and getting rid of his wife's ankylosing spondylitis. Mm -hmm. Kind of blew over everybody's head. It didn't blow over my head. I've been in in front of a healer who touched me, okay, through whatever she wants to call it, and healed a broken heart, okay? And then I went, I had more energy than I ever had before. What did Christ do? He fasted for 40 days, right? Now, I want you to really think about that. And the way to guide your health is when you do things, how do you feel in the head? Are you clear? Um, Is the brain fog gone? Is that ultraviolet uh, sauna that you have, does that make you feel clearer, give you more energy? It makes me, it makes me sleep like a rock, Doc, when I, at night. It's amazing. Go ahead. And here's the problem. Functional medicine is, goes to the root cause, as everybody sort of wants to go to. All doctors want to know, what is the root cause? And we always kind of dive down into those uh, rabbit holes and try to figure it out. But they won't let you figure it out because they've been censoring all this stuff. They put doctors and real healers in jail or they end up dead. (laughs) Uh So in in other words, I really honestly think that it's the spirit and prayer that guides you in that direction. I I don't know how to explain it. It's guided me that way. And to be honest with you, I'm just angry at the whole system right now. I want it to be broken down. You're not alone, brother. You're not alone. I was watching a video yesterday from Dr. Brian Arbus. I'm sure you know that. Maybe you don't know that name. We got to get all you guys connected because uh, there are far more of you out there who are truth tellers than we really, really understand, you know. And unfortunately, folks, what happens, uh, pharmaceuticals, they mask the problem. They mask the problem. And uh, rather than actually, you know, if you, if you got a thump, 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 thump in your tire, you can continue to put air in it if you want to. You can even put a patch over it. But until you get some new rubber on that thing, it's going to continue to thump, 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 right? 
And so all the, all the pharmaceuticals are doing is just masking what the real, uh, that's a coach Dave version of what I think is going on. Amen. And, and, Amen. and I'm, see, I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it in my own body. Now also Dr. Paul said this again, I'm not an expert. If I understand it properly, I don't know how we got on this, but I'll ride this horse a minute. Uh, fasting. Dr. Paul mentioned fasting. Folks, they say that a three-day fast, if you can go on a three-day fast, it will totally reset your immune system. Now, Amen. I don't know if that's true or not, but I know that when I go on a three, I know that, you know, I have a, I fast regularly. I know that uh, all my cravings go away. When, when I come off of a three-day fast, the last thing I want to eat is a potato chip. <laughs> last thing I want to eat is go get some some carbs and throw them in my mouth, some Cheese, it's I, I don't I'm not hungry for that stuff, right? Amen. So I, so I think if something goes there's something to be said to it. You say, Well, coach, I can't I can't fast that long. Well, sure you can, but you're gonna have to you have to train yourself to do it, right? Start out and say, Okay, uh, today I'm not gonna eat till noon. And then say, Okay, well, tomorrow I'm not gonna eat till two in the afternoon. And okay, well now tomorrow I'm not gonna eat till till four in the afternoon. And you train yourself. And then all of a sudden you find out you can, in fact, go 24 hours a day without, without eating food. And that's the beginning of a fast process. So that's, that's also like cleaning out our bodies. And I become more and more convinced, hey, folks, come on. Paul, they have to know, they have to have a cure for cancer. We aren't that stupid. We're not well, that stupid. Ivermectin. Ivermectin is a cure for many cancers, folks. And you can start with nephroma. Um, so is Jesus. They just you know, don't want to share him. The, the cures for cancer are like Dr. Brzezinski in Texas uses peptides. I use those in my office too. Um, they're FDA. Uh, they're not FDA approved, but they watch carefully, right? Yeah. They can't, what it is is they can't make money off of them because they're natural. Right. They're peptides. They're short proteins in your body. Uh, anti-neoplastin is what he uses to cure cancers that you can't cure if you use conventional medicine. How many of you have gone to your doctor and said, you know, doc, what do you think about this for naturalists? And they've dismissed you. Mm. They're, they're taught that they're God. And I just, it makes Amen. me sick. And, you know, that's my goal. And that's Dr. Northrop's goal to take down this system. Um, that's and that, yep. just one small start. Of okay, so so Doc, uh, one of the things that you prescribed for my friend, you told his wife, he needs some NAC. Folks, I'm holding NAC in front of you right now. N-acetylcysteine. NAC. Now, this is, this is from Life Extension. You can get it in a lot of different places. Just Google NAC. And it says it boosts cellular glutathione levels. What the heck does that mean, Doc? Um, uh, I couldn't read what you said, but I'll tell you in a nutshell. I mean, they, they're uh, banning that, by the way. They're yeah. going to make it a prescription. Um, you can go to certain sources. I mean, I trust Mercola, but be careful who you're sourcing those things from. Because just, 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 just as many scumbags out there yep. that, push meds, that push those things. Always check, folks. Always check the the ratings and all that kind of stuff. Do your homework on it. But what does NAC do, Doc? From a from a physical standpoint, what does it do? Well, it's a precursor. So if you sort of understand the enzyme system, biochemistry, um, your body starts off with 
um, inflammation or oxidation. And the glutathione kind of snips off oxygen and replaces it. So it's not the, the very molecules right down deep are not active. And when they're really acting is they're highly energetic and they start to destroy the tissue around it. Okay. And what that is, and vitamin C does the same thing. It feeds into that system. Um, but there were, there's so much we don't know. Remember glutathione and metformin, uh, um, no, uh, um, uh, yeah, there's, there's several, several out there and they're all on the FLCCC mm. protocol. The yes. problem is, um, you're not going to find it. I took a course in functional medicine, very expensive. And here's the problem. Those guys corner the market and they do video and these people are very healthy, but it's four or $5,000 to participate in that. Yeah. Right. And you have to do specialized labs that are like $10,000 by the time you're finished three months of these things. So the idea is, you know, you got to take care of yourself folks. Um, and we'll get NAC and just Google NAC and then look at the ratings. I, I got a good rating off this life extension, but there's others. We've ta- I've taken others before, but this kind of stuff's kind of stuff's important. Thanks, yeah, Bob. Did, we used put IV yesterday. Here. We we gave some IV stuff out yesterday. NAC yeah. turns people right around. I'm, I'm telling you. There you go, folks. There you go, Roger. Come on in. Well, I was just going to say. Um, how much I've enjoying this morning, the, the conversation, as long as you don't mess with my bag of Doritos. <laughs> and you start with my bag of Doritos and Paul, then I start closing out, brother. I, that bag of Doritos, I Coke, I enjoy. But in all seriousness, um, my readings put a lot of emphasis on the gene pool, uh, genetics. Uh, and my reading uh, has said more than once that Genetics trumps a lot of things that you're able to do. You cannot rule out. There are some things you're just born, some way, some defense mechanisms that you're just born with, period. Now, Paul, I know you're shaking your head, but you're not the only person who has a thought on this. I've read on many sites, reputable people, that the gene pool is very important, where and how you come from, what flows through your body. I'm sure that's true, but I can't really do much about the gene pool. You know what? You can. You can do something. Yeah, wait this. your turn. It's dying. What I'm saying is this. You can do a lot of good things, but there are some things that are just created by God in your body, how he designed you as an individual. Right. Um, you can't rule that out. I remember my one of the doctors I was familiar with that said, you know, if you have a good bowel movement, that the key to so much is a bowel movement. If you do not have a good bowel movement and you have troubles there, that's telling you, that's speaking to you. Yeah, um, but the gene pool, the gene pool issue, cannot be overlooked. It's each of us is created by God in unique ways, and some of us have stronger defense systems than others. That doesn't mean you can't strengthen, <laughs> but it, some of it's just given to you. Yeah, start with fasting, start with diet, and you won't want to yeah. have to worry about your gene pool. I feel like I'm with Dr. Oz here this morning. Amen. Let's move on. Let's move on. Julie, come on in, then, then uh, Naomi. Good morning, guys. Um, you know, when you were saying, Coach, about um, you know, getting cleaned out, it's a procedure called colonics. 
And there's two types of systems that you can do. There's an open system and there's a closed system. So just research that. But like you said, think about this. You're going to buy a car, right? You're not going to drive it till it falls apart. You've got to change the oil. You've got to flush out the radiator system to keep it running smooth. Same thing with our bodies. You've got to flush all those toxins out. Yep. So, Amen. I think we're learning about, a lot about that, Julie. I agree. I agree. Thanks, Naomi. So everybody keeps adding to what my list of things is growing. But um, for those who don't know, I was given a five-year death sentence 16 years, well, actually 20 years ago. And I'm 16 and a half years past their prediction because I refused the conventional route. And everything that Dr. Paul is saying, I'm like, yes, 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 this is what I teach. This is what I teach. You have to take care of yourself. And epigenetics is the study of genes. And there are there's some great videos that the people eat what their ancestors have eaten for ages. And they have no sicknesses. And they're living to be like 130 because they don't have all the crap that the Doritos and things like that yep. have. It's not processed. McDonald's, yep, yep. That's so right. there's, yep. you know, so much to it. Thank you, Dr. Paul. Amen. Jerry, come on in. Morning, Coach. This Morning. is a little bit of a poke at Roger. God bless you, Roger. But I read a study where Doritos are not recognized as a food product by the box. <laughs> might want to look into that, brother. <laughs> my, my, be, like, my, be like eating my cat food. My Dorito comment is made in jest, but, but, you know, guys, it's like following Christ. You know, if all you talk is 24 about Jesus, you will influence no one because people get tired of that. So the same thing I believe with health, with health, that you have to find a common ground with people. If you go into most people's homes and say, you've got to do this or you're dying, they're not giving up their bag of Doritos. Um, you have to approach it in a manner that they'll listen to. Um, I don't, you know, I think of Dave, of Dave Waddle, the, 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 the runner, one of the healthiest people you knew. He fell down with a heart heart attack when he was you know, 55 years old. I read constantly of the most healthy people who die at 55, die at 60. You read it all the time. So I agree we can do things to increase our strength in our body. But, but some of it is God designing us, and he decides when you're going to live or die. Now, you don't want to challenge him all the time. But, <laughs> That's you know. right. No, I, it's absolutely true, Roger. I have a brother named Roger, <laughs> and he reminds me a lot of you, um, a lot of confirmation bias, um, and I'll hit you hard with this one. Um, every single patient that comes through my office over the, over the past couple of years, they get a good dose of God. And they leave healthier, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and as far as your solution is genetics, you want to go down that route, you'll spend $10,000, okay? And you'll go in every single direction, okay? The idea is it's in the Bible. You eat clean, you fast, and gluttony is a sin. Sorry. I'll be glad to help you out anytime. All right. God bless you, buddy. Michelle, come on in. God, I'm trying to get somewhere here. Michelle, then Craig, go ahead. 
Morning, family. Okay, so you know I got COVID since the beginning. So I also found something that works for me. And then, Roger, on your genetics comment, in 2 Corinthians 5, verse 17, Paul reminds us that, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. So I would just rather put my faith in that than anything else. Amen. Craig. Well, Coach, this is, this is what I tell people about the Old Testament. Because, you know, you get some people say, well, you know, why did the, why did this, the Levitical law tell you this and that? So when God gave them all these laws, he gave them dietary laws on top of them. And when you look at all the dietary laws that he gave them, it all goes to build up their immune system. So I say, when you go through the Bible and it says something, oh, hyssop, circle that up and check it out. Oh, when it says almonds, circle that out and check it out. And olive oil and honey and all this. Because yeah. God, in um, Michelle's favorite thing, it says, and no plague will come upon you. Mm -hmm. Well, once they got into the promised land, do you think the plagues and all the diseases didn't get blown over into the promised land? <laughs> do you think they just stopped at the border? No, God was giving them the recipe to build up your immune system. And guess what? If you were obedient and not sleeping with your wife while she had her period, then maybe you would also follow those dietary laws. And guess what? No plague would come upon you. Debbie Perkins. Yeah, I would, I'll just speak from personal experience and about how I think our lifestyle trains our bodies. I want to go back to what you were saying coach about when you're younger we get out and sweat and work and we expel a lot of things through just our normal hard working dumps. when i lived in india for a year when i first got there my hands broke out in these blisters and some would come through the skin and some wouldn't and i was miserable my hands looked like little pickles and i went to an ayurvedic doctor there and he said well i'm going to tell you it's your body trying to sweat you have trained your body by living in air conditioning all this time and not getting out there not to sweat. And wow. your body is trying to sweat. <clears throat> and so, anyway, he helped me, and it, it taught me a lot because yeah. I, it's just our lifestyle, I think, that creates some of these things. It makes sense, and, Debbie. Again, it goes back to the sauna. Boy, I sweat when I get out that thing. That has to be a good thing, I think, folks. That has to be good. Jack, come on in. Just a little side note there. Uh, Jim Fisk was 55. He was the most fit man in the world, and he died on the track. He was fit, but he wasn't healthy. There's a difference, and it's about balance, Amen. whether it's in the church or in our health or in the politics. It's about See, listen, balance. Here's all, we're, just, we're just arguing health theology here. That's all it is. We've got the dispensationalists here on one side, and we got the – uh, Armenians on the other side. Listen, it is what it is. Your body is what it is. If something something came upon you as a result of the genetics, deal with it. Understand genetics have have. Uh, I don't care what kind of genetics you have. You shouldn't be fat, overweight, and out of shape. Doesn't matter what your genetics are, right? This isn't this isn't hard, right? It's really pretty simple stuff. Let's go to Dale and then Rochelle, and then I'm shifting gears. Go, Dale. Amen, brother. I, I get to answer right on that because because G, there's three types of, of this sickness in the Word of God. There's a sickness because of the fall of man. There's a sickness because of the sin. And there's the sickness unto the glory of God. 
when one of the greatest opportunities I had was laying hands on a little girl who had leg braces because she was crippled, brother, and watching God get in there and change everything about her and run in front of thousands of people out of a church, brother. God is more than capable and able to adjust those. Now, God says he will not be mocked. A man who sows, thus shall he reap. So when when so there's a there's a balance to both sides exactly that you know there's a dna thing but then there's god in the end of this thing and this is where we have to believe god lord i believe the one crippled man said but help my unbelief this is i believe that we then press deeper into god so tracy can't, tracy can't get in here this morning but she wants you guys all to know that you have to poop if you're poop is shaped like your intestines, you're doing great. <laughs> if it's not, if it's not, you better figure out why. Thanks, Tracy. Well Amen. said. Well Amen. said. Well said. Come on in, Rochelle, and then Larry. And then I want to pop something else. Hey, okay. good, good morning, team. Boy, that was a really good setup, Tracy. Thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, okay, so one thing that we can do, um, really, guys, eat organic, okay? Because if you, if, I know that it's more expensive, and sometimes you can't get your whole your, your hands on it. But if you don't eat organic, you are gro- eating food that is more than likely grown from a farm with these biosolids, which is where they take human waste, toxic chemicals, and they even now dissolve. It's in 20 states, you can now dissolve human bodies and you can spread them on the farmland and then grow your crops. So if it's not organic, it could actually have been grown in. Mm. So uh, that'll yep. cause cancer for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Sorry, I'm, coach. I'm, that's all right. Larry, come on in. Yeah, Dale, Dale really hit the nail on the head. Uh, you know, his experience with praying for the, the girl that had braces and all that and everything. You know, even Jesus, he said, he the Bible, I said this the other day, the Bible very clearly says that he healed all those who were brought to him. But yet when he went out, he went out as led by the Spirit, where the Spirit told him to go, yeah. who the Spirit told him to see, told, and spoke to who, and the words the Spirit gave him to speak. And when we do that, we get the results Dale had when the when the little girl ran out of the ran out of the facility. But when we don't do that, we're, we're mocking God. We're pretending to take His place, and we're got the hold of the steering wheel. And say, well, I'm going to go do this. I'm going to go do that. And we got to be careful. We do have to be careful, Larry. That's pretty simplistic. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying because I would I would I would say that for every every Dale social that did something right. There was somebody with a pure heart that did something right and didn't have the same results. And that's because you know, the end result is it's in the hands of the Lord. And uh, uh, we, we just have to be able to just to be obedient, to do what you say. Our duty is ours. The results belong to God, right? Didn't mean you failed. Didn't mean you did something wrong. Just be obedient and give the Lord the opportunity to work through you. Uh, Dr. Paul, and then top turf Teddy after him. Go ahead. Anyway, there are uh, in medicine. It's it's called the finite processes. Okay, it's uh, the way medicine works is it goes doesn't go downstream enough. It went downstream and cured the condition, 
they wouldn't make money. It's as, it's as simple as that, folks. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm going to tell you, I, I was 295 pounds. I was powerlifting. I was extremely strong, but I was unfit. I was unhealthy. I had uh, a yeah. fatty liver. Um, and I guarantee mm. you, um, if, if you just change your diet, if you just fast, try fasting, but you'll know because your mind will be clear. God will talk to you through your clear oh. mind. Oh boy, Paul, I'm telling you, <laughs> oh, our, our, our uh, top, top turf, Teddy, just a second. Our local uh, former Wiccan, Stephanie, who spent a lot of time on the dark side, just texted me and she said, uh, look, Native Americans, I'm sorry, the dark side understands this. Look at the Native Americans, the Indians. They fast and sometimes they would go in what they called a sweat lodge to connect with the great spirit. She said, when I was a pagan, I would fast 24 to 48 hours before doing a ritual or if I wanted to give a, a spell an extra kick. So there's <laughs> the dark side understands things we don't understand. That's for sure. Top turf, Teddy. Come on in here, Teddy. Uh, more often than not, persons blame their genetics rather than address their sin. Boy, oh, boy. Stop doing that. Amen. <laughs> so it's... Uh, so it's it's not my grandma's fault that I'm short and fat. I mean, it is to a degree, maybe, huh? No, I can't blame her. It ain't her. It's me. It's me. Which brings me to on the screen right now. I have uh, what what is that verse I got up there? I'm in uh, Philipp- Is it Philippians? We're in there this morning. Yeah, Philippians four. Philippians four, because I want to take it a different direction here, folks. I want to tell you something. A lot of you are sick because of what's going on in your mind. Amen. Huh? Worry makes you sick, friends. If you're living a life and you don't have any peace, that will make you sick. Amen. If you are anxious, the Bible says be anxious for nothing, but with everything, with prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, make your requests known unto God, right? And there are a lot of people who are sick because of the mental state that they find themselves in, the emotional state that they find themselves in. And I want to show you right here in in Philippians 4, the Lord gave me this this morning. Isn't it amazing how how he does this stuff? Uh, I mean, we can read the beginning, but I want to start in verse 4. It says, rejoice in the Lord always. Hmm. Always? Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Amen. Let let your moderation be known unto all men. My wife is telling. Stay with me a second. I had somebody call me who who who's who's concerned about me. They said, Coach, I'm concerned about. I'm concerned about when you get angry. I'm concerned for your health. I just laughed. I said, Listen, I'm one of the most happy-go-lucky, easy-going guy you will ever meet. I'm not angry. I'm not. There's some things we ought to be angry about, but I'm not angry. I, I get angry that we're not winning. We ought to be winning. So, so you're misplacing my emotion and my enthusiasm, my passion for anger. I'm not angry. How can I keep a wonderful wife that I have if I'm an angry guy? Who wants to hang around angry people, right? Well, listen, I rejoice in the Lord always. I do. Ask Michelle. Do I, Michelle? She said yes. 
So let your moderation be known unto all men. Stay even keeled, not up, not down. Why should you let it stay? Because the Lord's at hand. He's never going to leave us. He's never going to forsake us. He's not going to take us through something that we can't be able to handle, right? And you get worrying and worrying and worrying and worrying. My wife, God bless my wife, she's just been a bundle of love to these grandbabies got here. She couldn't, she was anxious and hoping and worrying about Maggie going into labor and, and, and Abby going into labor and will she be around and loving, loving. But it was, it was, you have to be careful. That stuff steals your joy. And if it steals your joy, then it has a physical effect to you as well, friends. Okay? Amen. It affects your appetite, your sleep patterns. It affects everything. So be careful for nothing. Now that doesn't mean don't be careful. It means what? Chill out. Chill out. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving. Lord, I don't know what's going on, but I trust you and I thank you, Lord, that you are in charge of this. And I dwell in the secret place of the Most High, and it's all yours. Let your requests be made known unto God. And then what happens when you do that? What happens? Verse 7. The peace of God, which passes all understanding. (laughs) See, you can try to figure it out. And you can figure and figure and figure and figure and figure. And you ain't going to get that peace. You're not going to get that peace because you ain't going to figure it out, right? And the, the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall do what? Keep your hearts and keep your mind. Oh, my goodness. Like a like a beekeeper, a protector, What's going to do that? The peace of God is going to protect your heart. It's going to protect your mind. You're going to say, Lord, I had confessed to you, Lord, those 47 days that little Declan was in the hospital. I confessed to you, Lord. Those were very, very anxious times. But, Lord, I know that the Bible says that he is fearfully and wonderfully made. And you know what I'm going to do, Lord? I'm going to rest in that understanding. I don't think I can't figure it out. I don't know why he's gone through it. And I don't know why you're putting my daughter through that. I don't understand the Lord, but he's fearfully and wonderfully made. And I'm going to rest in that, that you're going to keep and guide my heart and my mind. Folks, that's walking out your Christian faith, not going and getting some fired up from your pastor. That's not it. Do you, do you ultimately trust the Lord? Do you trust the Lord? Huh? Well, finally, brothers, wouldn't it be good if you, verse seven, if you could have, keep your hearts and minds peaceful. Hey, Doc, how many people would that heal? <laughs> if they could just do that, right? Amen. Finally, boys and girls, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, devil's a liar. Whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of a good report, not a bad one, If there be any virtue, and if there be any praise, dudes, think on these things. Amen. Wow. And I'm going to tell you something. Your mind will have severe physical consequences on you. Your mind will. And we can talk about genetics, and we can talk about medicines, and we can talk about all that stuff. Folks, if you get your mind right, you get your mind in tune with the Lord, your body's going to line up with it. I just, Amen. I'm just telling. I want you to think about this. Because Doc, Doc Paul was talking earlier about uh, fasting. And I made this statement that 
if I go on a three-day fast, I have no craving. I have no, I have no craving for potato chips. None. If I'm just doing my regular life, I have craving for potato chips all the time. And those of you who know, when I lost you know some weight uh, time ago, which by the way is trying to creep back on, I always talked about walking by the grampy pills on our counters, all kinds of pills for uh, candy for the grandkids, and they come down. I call them grampy pills. Hey, you want a grampy pill? You know what I noticed last week? My hand keeps falling into the grampy pills. When my hand falls into the grampy pills, what happens? The next thing I know, I've got a few pounds around my way, right? Now, I can blame the devil. I can blame it on a lot of things. But I made the determination again about, about five days ago, I am not eating any of that sugar. I'm not, having, I'm not having any more of that sugar. And my whole body is changing as a result. Not only that, my mind is changing. I don't even want those grampy pills even more, right? You with me? So, folks, I, say, good. I got my mind right, boss. I got my mind right. I got my mind right. Everything begins in the mind. That's why he said, take captive every thought. Amen. Because you better stop and think. That's funny, isn't it? You better stop and think. Where are my thoughts taking me? Because your body is totally and completely controlled by your thought process. Now, I've used this example before. I could be scrolling down the internet, down Facebook, and all of a sudden, some scantily clad woman will pop up on my Facebook, right? And so what happens? My body reacts? No, my mind does. My mind reacts. And then I have to decide in my body if I'm going to click. But if that thought hadn't come to me, I'd have never done it. I'd have never, I wasn't thinking about scantily clad women. I wasn't thinking about that. I was looking for something else. I was looking for some NAC. And all of a sudden, there's some half-naked half broad standing in front of me. So the thought came, and I can either click or take captive that thought, say, yeah, I ain't going there. And so it's not a name it, claim it thing. It's not uh, you become God by, uh, you know, by you can't control it. You can control what you can control. And remember this, that all sin, you hearing me? All sin begins with, with uh, wrong thinking, all of it. Every Amen. bit of it begins with wrong, wrong thinking. And so if the power of the mind, we don't understand where thoughts come from. We don't understand what generates thoughts, but we do know this. Our thoughts control our body. It's just kind of the way it is. And so as we're kind of talking about a holistic thing here, right, holistic, if you could get down Philippians 4, if you could live by Philippians 4, it will forever change your life. Say, Lord, (laughs) you know what, Lord? Hey, uh, somebody said to me the other day, last night it was, the guy said, pray for me. Uh, The doctors tell me uh, there's something going on with my prostate. I looked at him and said, really? Your doctors are liars. What do you say? Why would you believe them? Right? Why would you believe them? Why did you now worry for two weeks till you can go get tests to see whether or not the doctors are telling you the truth, right? And the chances are the doctors may get in there and say, ah, we were wrong. It was nothing. And you got two weeks of ruined life worrying about something that was not true. Amen. And so if you wake up and you got prostate cancer, well, praise the Lord. <laughs> praise the Lord. Maybe he wants me out of here sooner than I thought, right? But don't, don't, we can't tempt the Lord. We cannot eat 
potato chips and Doritos and drink six beers every night and expect our prostate to operate properly. You can't blame God and ask him for a miracle when you've been putting sugar in your gas tank. Amen. Simple stuff, folks. This is, this is, yeah. That word is right on. I know it is, man. I know it is. Right on. Praise God. So we disagree. We disobey the Lord, and then we want him to do a miracle for us. Hmm? Hey, Lord, would you please undo all that stuff I did? See, they call that abortion now, don't they? We want God to do an abortion on the little baby we created through our lifestyle. Right? Hey, Lord, would you come here and get rid of this for me here? Abort this thing for me here? Wow, this is deep, isn't it? Come on in, uh, Chad. Morning, Chad. Stay warm, Chad. Good morning. Yes, sir. Uh, a couple things about worry. Most things we worry about never come to fruition. Never happen. Never happen. Okay. And no amount of worry has ever changed anything. No amount Thanks. of worry has ever changed anything. Amen. So it's, it's fruitless. It's fruitless. But it's real, though, Chad. But it's real because the battleground is in the mind, right? Battleground's in the mind. But uh, yeah. Some of us are made to worry more than others. I don't know. Uh, See, it's, it's, it's the senility prayer. If we remember that, it means another difference and all that. Okay, so make an application of that. A situation arises and you say, is there anything I can do about it? If the answer is no, don't worry about it. If the answer is yes, then do something about it until the answer is no. And okay, Chad, very good. The point, the point is you can worry about it if you can do something about it, but if you can't do anything about it, ain't no sense worrying about it, right? That's my point. Hey, real quickly before I get uh, get confused, we're getting the the uh, the uh, list of addresses and emails and all that stuff together. If you're not on that list, you have to email. Um, Got to email us today so we can get you on the list. And Ken Juan and Joe out there, if you don't want to be on the list, you got to let me know, Ken Juan. Otherwise, we're going to put you on that list. And folks, if you don't want to be on that list, you got to let us know. And it's just e- name, email, where the, that kind of stuff. Uh, we're putting that together together for you. So I need to know on that. I'm looking at some uh, notes here real quickly before I, before I get off. Okay. Y'all got that? Consist of the list for the directory is what you're talking about. Yeah, right? for the di- I'm sorry, for the directory, yeah. our, our, okay. our, our huddle directory here. All right. Susie Baldwin's taking care of all that. And she's getting ready to compile it and do everything. If you do not want to be on the list, then... Let us know you don't want to be on the list. Otherwise, there will be a hard copy of the list that you all have access to. You said, but coach, the devil's team may have access at it. Yeah, they might. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're right. They might. Hiya. Come on. <laughs> See, that ain't no faith, is it? You say, well, coach, that's just being smart. Well, it is, I guess. It is, except I can't get a hold of it if I want to. That's real smart, I guess. Nobody else can get a hold of it. It'll help you. Uh, coach, coach, where do you email where do you email again to, to get onto that? Uh, to, Susie, can I imagine Susie's out there? Susie, can you put your email in the chat for us real quick? Um, Thank you. Yeah, thanks. If not, if not, uh, Kevin, send it to me, and, and I'll get it up there. Joe, come on in. Then Betty. Hi, Coach. I just wanted to add that uh, uh, worry does do one thing. It affects us. Fear, angst, worry, hate, all these negative emotions kill us Amen, uh, the uh there was a motivational speaker that was so right when she said uh that hating somebody 
mm. or being afraid about them. She, but I can add this, uh, is like drinking poison and either hoping that they die or the thing that you're afraid of goes away because it's not going to affect it. So what I've changed my mm-hmm. vocabulary, I use the word concern. And if I can do something about it, then I take some action to relieve that concern. But I know a lot, I don't try, I try, I try to remove worry because that to yep. me has fear included in the worry. Amen, Joe. It's driven fear. Worry is fear. Worry is fear, folks. It's all, it's, oh, it's a different, <laughs> different and, demonstration. And, manifestation. And fear is a lack of faith. It is at the heart of it. Yep. Or misdirected faith. See, worry is faith in the devil. That's, that's the way I see it. Betty, come on in. Then Ohio, Brett. A good morning, family. Yep. Um, I have to agree with you. What a great show. And also uh, with the sauna, it is called a relax. That's relax. the company is the relax. And I bought mine off of Amazon and it took about four weeks to get three to four weeks. Just Good. for your information. And it's about 1200 bucks. Isn't that what it is, Betty? I, I, it is. I bought the little more expensive one because the tent's a little <laughs> stronger. The cat tried to jump in the hole one I was in. It. <laughs> you, I sent a picture of it, and the cat was behind me. So now I have to close the door. So, folks, listen, it may sound like a lot of money, but what if it gets rid of some of these problems you don't have to spend drugs on anymore? And some of the medical, you're not going to have to go to the doctor, different things. So, uh, an ounce of prevention worth a pound of cure, they say to me. Ohio, Brett, go. Hey, Coach, thanks again for what you do. Uh, everybody you in America and the world that listens to this, you're not going to find this anywhere else. No, so where are you? you? Where are hey, you today, Brett? Hey, uh, I, I made it from, uh, I'm on the way to Chad's, Phoenix. I drove 10 hours yesterday. Uh, Betty, <laughs> thank you for that information on the sauna. I got to see if I can get a portal, portal one in the car. Tell They're Chad all- <laughs> to get that fire ready. I'm on the way, Chad. All right. Ohio Brett's working hard at the Christian Revolution. He's, I'm telling you, folks, he's been all, all across America. Stay safe, Brett. God bless you. Let's go to uh, uh, Dr. Paul. We'll work back up here. I have to go right back to where you were talking about and the uh, functional approach, or I'm going to call it the biblical approach to medicine, is, uh, you know, that ultraviolet light thing. Remember, this is all about energy. It's all about mitochondria, okay? It's when you destroy the mitochondria in the cell, what happens is you require more energy to fix it, okay? Mm-hmm. That ultraviolet actually penetrates into your skull, by the way, guys. Yeah. And, and you can actually, one of the things in medicine that we cannot treat is foot fungus. I know this is funny. I mean, they use bleach. You go to a podiatrist, they rip your nails off. They grow okay. back distorted and they don't tell you this stuff and as far as prostate stuff that is the biggest scam in the world well it's close close you'll see them doing prostate exams at uh, a mall or something and what happens is psa is that stuff that comes from the prostate cells and that, that stuff goes up when you're a sodomite guys guess what when you sit in a truck too long or you're sitting on your butt too long I mean, and if it goes up, then you go to a specialist and they look at your prostate through an ultrasound. They say, oh, that doesn't look right. Let me go in there and biopsy that. Uh, Next yeah. time down, you don't have a prostate. You don't have an erection. You can't have kids. Okay. And they make a ton of money on that stuff. And uh-huh. here's the kicker. 
if you're 70 years old, they took 70 year old men who died and they biopsy their prostate, 70% of them would have prostate cancer and they, you wouldn't have known it. They wouldn't have known it. So, I mean, it does occur, but the point is that it's a scam. That's all. So the point is my son is going to help with my prostate too, huh, Paul? I think it is. Oh yeah, but it's all about energy. Okay, it's all about the sun that we <laughs> wow. don't we don't talk about the sun, the God given sun. We tell us stay out of the sun, put sunscreen on. You're going to get cancer. That's a lie, my friends. That's how yeah. dermatologists make a living. Okay. <laughs> all right, uh, Naomi, get the other health expert in here. Go ahead, Naomi. Well, I just wanted to say that my second cancer diagnosis was because everything was up in my head. And too many times we get stuck in our head. And that second diagnosis was my wake-up call to bring it from my head to my heart, which is the longest road a person can take. Too many people are stuck in their head with logic and not with um, conven- with functional biblical stuff and bringing it down to their hearts. So uh, Naomi, I caution people all the time. The worst thing, well, one of the worst things that you can ever do is go around and tell people about your cancer, my cancer. You know, I've been fighting my cancer. Will you quit taking ownership of that thing? Exactly. Exactly. It's not your cancer. It's an invader. It's not yours. Quit taking ownership of it. I'm Lord. thankful. I'm thankful for the two invaders because they woke me up. They mm-hmm. woke me up and brought me to the Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Craig, come on in. Wrap us up here, Craig. <laughs> well, we'll get back to the uh, to the spiritual. I always say we've been in the spiritual. <laughs> uh, Amen. <laughs> the Bible. Okay, the Bible. Excuse me. Back to Roger. Bible. So the mind is the devil's playground. And you see this in the story, just what you said, Dave. You said, oh, I'm looking on the Internet and some scattily woman comes in. Well, go back to 2 Samuel 11.2. This is King David. Then it happened one evening that David rose from his bed and walked on the roof of the king's house, just by chance. And from the roof, he saw a woman bathing, and the woman was very beautiful to behold. Of course, who was that? Bathsheba. Now, at that point, David was at really one of his highest points, and he knew the things of the Lord. In his mind, he should have said, I need to turn around and go and drop that out of my mind. But what did he do? He went and he inquired about the woman. Then after he inquired about the woman, he sent messengers to get the woman. Mm. Your mind is the devil's playground. You have to to fight what you know to be true against the things that come in it from Satan. Who told Bathsheba to go take a bath there that night? Who put that in her there her mind? Yeah. The devil did because he was coming after David. By the by the way, uh, didn't he play that same trick on Eve? Didn't Eve look at that apple and say, "Wow, that looked pretty good." Didn't her eye gate deceive her? That temptation of that Amen. eye gate take captive every thought. It's not just the words that somebody wrote. Take captive every thought and bring it into the captivity of Christ. Man, what a show. I got to go. We'll see you on Monday. God bless you.